Previously on the I Refuse podcast. When news broke that Danny Masterson was being sentenced to 30 years for raping two women, my intrusive thoughts were, 30 years? That must have been some solid gold pussy. Then I thought, maybe that wasn't the right thing to say. But this is the I Refuse podcast. We're unapologetic and we're non-PC. Then, by the time other thoughts started to come, I was like, dude, like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on over here? You know, other things started to come to light. Conan O'Brien clip. Then his former co-workers on that 70s show decided to pipe up and talk about good moral character, great guy, Blah, 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 blah. I'm here to tell you that if we're co-workers, I am not falling on the sword for none of you bitches. I come to do my job, clock out, go to the supermarket, get in my car, go home, and live my life. Honestly, Part of me feels like this is actually an indictment on the Church of Scientology. And more of us should be digging in that direction. To fuck around is human. To find out is divine. This is the I Refuse Podcast. Welcome back to the I Refuse Podcast. This is Mr. Fox of the I Refuse Podcast. Season 5 episode two welcome to trader joe's have you found what you're looking for so keep it locked while we get into the joe biden impeachment inquiry and the road to possible trial and possible impeachment keep it locked throughout season five as we track the progress of the possible impeachment of President Joe Biden, the possible indictment of his son Hunter Biden, and what this may mean for the American people. Welcome to Trader Joe's. Have you found everything that you're looking for? So where we are right now is that last Tuesday... Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy announced that he's directing the Republican-led House committee to launch an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. It's an inquiry that's been long sought by the far-right members of the Republican conference. McCarthy claims that House Republicans have uncovered serious and credible allegations into Biden's conduct. Allegations taken together paint a picture of a culture of corruption. That Biden lied to the American people about his own knowledge of his family's foreign business dealings. Things McCarthy says he's witnessed firsthand. Now before we get into the timeline a little bit further, I thought I'd give you guys a little politics lesson. Per the Constitution, the House has full authority to charge the President, the Vice President, 
or other federal officials with wrongdoing through the impeachment process. Any of these officials may be impeached for charges of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. What exactly is an impeachment inquiry? First step taken by the House, lawmaker may submit a resolution that directs the House Judiciary Committee to investigate alleged wrongdoing by the officer. After the probe, if the committee determines the official should be impeached, it writes articles of impeachment and sends them to the full House for consideration. Any member of the House can request a launch of impeachment proceedings, but the decision to proceed is up to the point of the House. Speaker of the House. The House can vote on formalizing an inquiry, but it's not a requirement by the Constitution. In this case, the House isn't expected to take a vote. An inquiry may increase the committee's access to information with the majority party committee having substantial authority to obtain information from the federal government through their subpoena power. Simple majority vote unnecessary is necessary to pass the impeachment resolutions. The House votes to impeach managers present the case against the official in a Senate trial. The Senate votes on whether to remove the official from office, which requires a two-thirds vote. So the idea for the inquiry is to obtain the bank records and other documents from Joe Biden and his son Hunter. The logical next step would give our committees the full power to gather full facts and answers for the American public. I believe the president would want to answer these questions and allegations as well. That's a quote from Speaker of the House McCarthy. House Republicans have been investigating, they say, for months, alleged ties that ties Joe Biden to his son's business dealings, yet so far have not been able to prove any wrongdoing by the president. So we here at the Irish Podcast, since the last episode, have been tracking exactly what all is going on down there on the hill. So... Let's see. So we can go back to when we go back to our initial thoughts at the first time that this story broke. We thought This is pretty vague, and when we think back to the shortlist we mentioned earlier as to what an official or what could open up an inquiry into an official of the highest office in the country... misdemeanors and charges right which is in any legal any legal faction or civil faction is the lowest allegation or 
lowest chargeable offense a person can make complaint or otherwise against another person, right? There's probably a good 60 or 70% probability that if that's the best that they can do, it's probably not going to grow legs or grow traction. No, it's one of those things where anybody of of a position in the Senate could fi- could file or open up an inquiry and make you know and base it on claims, and then you put a nice little bow on it, saying that you're doing this for the American people. I don't think we care. And Mr. Fox, the I Refuse podcast is of the belief that the timing is always the biggest red flag in the room. You decide to do this as we get closer to the next presidential election and campaigns and that whole, the whole drama and theatrics and the whole production and it's a race to the finish line to attempt to undermine, you know, the credibility of the Bidens and the credibility of Kamala Harris. And if you actually think about it, Joe Biden in this case is collateral damage. You know, the actual, the beef of that old white men on the right have is the fact that they really don't want a woman running the country. If you actually think about it, I mean, the last five or 10 years, you've been paying attention enough is that old white men have two issues that they have. They have two issues And that's with women and with people of color. In Kamala Harris, you have both. And they have issues with either one running the country. You think back to when President Obama was president. They they stayed on his his and Michelle's neck about any any stupid thing. More so, it was more so the media just carrying out, you know, agendas and any attempt to kind of undermine um, the pristine nature of the Obamas. And that's a sentiment that carries still to this day, where you, we're now in the era of Obama's actually a gay man. And the reason why his chef mysteriously died up in the Hamptons is because Obama didn't want him, they say, allegedly, to expose their relationship. And it's like, y'all really gotta... And they really tried to make it a thing when they managed to get pictures of Obama playing golf not too soon after with cuts and bruises on his hands that they say that came from killing the chef. 
It's like you guys can barely play two rounds of Clue. Yet y'all feel like y'all had the smoking gun with some zoomed in photos of his hands. So here we are. You know, Biden pretty much had it, had the odds stacked against him coming into office. Um, you know, in the four or five years plus that we've had Biden office and before that we've, society has significantly gotten more ignorant and more bold in their ignorance um, to where they're accosting and chanting and all this inaccurate information at the Bidens because um, they believe that all things troubling and all things chaotic in the world and the gas price hike and the recession and everything, all all passes lead directly back to the president. And I'm thinking, um, that's really not how that works. You know, those of us that have taken political science in American government are first, A, aware that the president does not have unyielding, unflinching power. You know, the president, the position of the president is at the mercy of the House and the Senate and has to, during his four years, appeal to both parties and associated parties um, and to a lesser degree, independence and log cabins, all that. Now, they may not always agree, but there's definitely a lot of process behind the scenes that goes into what we have going on now. And I want to say that, you know, the whole, you know, the, the whole thing where people are setting themselves on fire over gas prices and because gas prices are high now and then lower later, they're disparaging the president. It's like he's not directly into gas prices. Um, there's a lot more that goes into that. So another thing is that just like this inquiry and impeachment has a process, there's also a process that goes into not into into other in other proceedings. Um it's just a process driven kind of thing. And you know, just like slugs assault, people just are jumping on this, not knowing what direction it may go. Not taking a critical step into what an impeachment inquiry actually means. And that's it's definitely a process that's open to anybody up there. 
that may have their reasons. But when we actually look into it, it's like you want to remove this person based on what a lack of disclosure finances stuff like that it's like mm, that's that's kind of weak like what we need a little bit more than that when we got into the the weeds of this it wasn't succinct it wasn't direct it wasn't very clear to us um and then on top of that over here at the i refuse podcast we we realized oh this is timeline's very interesting very very interesting um i mean besides the fact that the people that are trying to push this inquiry into reality and to trial are far right wing nuts um now quiet as it's kept neither side is very clean um you know you have the republicans at least i can respect this that you know what you're getting up front you know that within their power and if you know their convincing charm and the ability to get powerful people to bond on the same accord in a short amount of time on very delicate matters um were able to do a couple of regressive things such as overturn Roe versus Wade um but at least you know what you're getting with the Republicans, right? With the Democrats, um, a lot of charm, a lot of smoke and mirrors. Um, you're probably not going to get a clear answer. You're probably not going to get what you came here for. And you get a lot of bloated promises. You know, Biden and Kamala are likable. Um, but let's be quite honest, they're very ineffectual and ineffective. Even with the odds stacked against them coming into the administration and coming into the White House, you know, you're, you're essentially dealing with the last guy's mess. It's like when you come into your shift... You're facing what the last shift failed to do or hadn't done. Now, 45 was able to convince a lot of people to do some very terrible shit and to believe that minorities were the issue and, you know, off of the racism and off of the prejudice and the biases um, that came to the top of the heap people were fueled off of the, fueled off of that which translated into trying to get undocumented they say undocumented immigrants out of Florida out of Texas out of California during a time where 
y'all are building a lot of houses. Y'all are trying to keep the housing market stable. And it's like, okay, you Florida, for one, did a couple of things this year. You know, uh, Governor DeSantis put a couple of acts in place directly targeting immigrants and, I guess, un- undocumented illegals, which make up roughly 90 to 95% of the blue-collar workforce, construction workers. So imagine this. They're building. They're still building houses, right? Left and right. Any any space that they can make, they can find. They they build houses. You do that in Florida, where there are more immigrants than white trash people, and let's just call it what it is. And not only that, but racist white people that are targeting minorities, people that look like me. And you, you, they are gassed up with this concept of superiority. And they rush to kind of force us out by any means. And then they realize a lot of the work that you won't do, we do. So imagine Governor DeSantis putting in a couple of acts this past year targeting the very demographic that does most of the work that you guys would never do. Mindless, mindless behavior. Um, but again, you know, smoke and mirrors. A lot of insecurity plays a huge factor in the regression of society, not progression. Like they want to distract us with banning books and, you know, no rainbow colors on cans and they drop the mic and leave but they have little to no energy when like the guns when there are school shootings and the the best that they can do is thoughts and prayers and then they wanted us to show sympathy for the the J6 extremists and the supporters when the Proud Boys were getting sentenced to 15 to 20 years. Um, If you're going to commit a crime, probably not. Do a video at the scene. It's like, it's crime 101. And you didn't think that they would have cameras all up and through Capitol Hill? Probably not do that. Um, 
But apparently this is something we're supposed to be proud of. So right now where we are with this impeachment thing inquiry is that it's, by my estimation, it's not going to grow legs. And, but we're still going to keep talking about it because, you know, it's, it's the, it's the main course leading up to November. Um, and I, and unfortunately, this is definitely more a case of association. Now, my theory is the real target is they have a real beef with a black woman being in such a position of power. But also, they just don't, they really want to come after Hunter again. Um, I guess it really didn't help Hunter Biden um, earlier this year to have an iCloud leak happen. And it was so many so many uh various non chronological sparse pieces of media like hotel bills and photos with women, um a lot of nude selfies. Um, Hunter being into some some pretty interesting stuff. Very, very good showing in some of the videos, allegedly. Um, very good. Just uh, just a guy that's living a rock star life. I'll just put it that way. Um. I'm sure the Biden leak, you know, Hunter Biden's leak played a huge role into where we are right now. And unfortunately, you know, Joe is in the middle of it. Where we are right now is that Joe Biden is not going to pardon his son. And I want to go out on a limb to say that theorize that Joe Biden knows what his son has been up to this entire time and is not going to throw his son under the bus when his feet are to the fire. And he's going to fight it to the best of his ability, but it's, it's not going to be one of those things of I'm going to turn my son in so you can leave me alone now already other members of the GOP are finding this uh, McCarthy inquiry facetious and super flourious and uh, there is no basis for it You know, Republicans have accused Biden of profiting from his son's business dealings while serving as vice president between 09 and 17. According to the House Oversight Committee, Biden met with some of Hunter's business partners during this time and allowed his son to travel with him on official overseas trips. 
Devin Archer, a business associate of Hunter Biden, told the committee that Hunter Biden sought to create an illusion of access to his father and put his father's put his father on the phone with foreign associates maybe 20 times over the course of about 10 years. Archer said those conversations did not involve any business dealings and he was not aware of any wrongdoing by the elder Biden. Republicans have pointed to an FBI document from 2020 in which an informant claims the head of Burisma, a Ukrainian company that included Hunter Biden on its board of directors, said it caused $5 million to pay one Biden and $5 million to pay another. According to Representative Jamie Raskin, the top Democrat on Oversight Committee, the FBI dropped the matter after determining there was no evidence to back it up. The head of Burisma, Mykola Zaskovsky, told the panel that nobody from the company had any contact with Joe Biden or his staff and that the elder Biden did not help the firm. Archer told the committee that he was not aware of any such payments. Another Hunter Biden associate, Eric Sherwin, also told the panel that he was not aware of any financial involvement by Joe Biden and his relatives' businesses. Republicans on the Oversight Committee also say they have records of $20 million in payments from foreign sources to Biden family members and their business associates. A Washington Post fact check found that $7 million on that money went to Biden family members, most of it to Hunter, and none went to Joe Biden. While serving as first president, Biden pressured Ukraine to remove its top prosecutor, Viktor Shokin. This reflected the official policy of the Democratic president, Barack Obama's administration, which concluded that Shokin was not doing enough to fight corruption. The, Euro- the European Union and the International Monetary Foundation also backed Shokin's removal on those grounds. Republicans have claimed he did that to protect Burisma and Hunter Biden from a possible corruption investigation. U.S. foreign policy officials have testified that Hunter Biden's role with Burisma did not influence the government's decision to seek Shokin's ouster. Government records released by House Democrats show that U.S. officials criticized Shokin for bringing corruption charges against Burisma. 2020 investigation by Senate Republicans found that U.S. diplomats viewed Hunter Biden's involvement with Burisma as very awkward, while they were pushing an anti-corruption agenda. The investigation found no evidence of wrongdoing by the then-Vice President Hunter Biden, who has struggled with drug and alcohol addiction, has been under federal investigation since 2019. Proposed agreement that would have been that would have had him plead guilty to tax and firearm charges was rejected by the judge in July. And U.S. Pre- Special Prosecutor David Weiss has said he intends to file new charges by the end of the month. An IRS agent told the Oversight Committee that the Justice Department repeatedly stonewalled the probe. But why is a Trump appointee, ding, 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 who has led the investigation, has said the Justice Department has not interfered. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland elevated Weiss to special counsel in August to give him more authority independence. A former FBI agent who worked on a probe told the Oversight Committee that he was not aware of any political interference. In the case, though, he said he was frustrated by the decision by higher-ups to block an interview with Hunter Biden in December 2020. Shortly after Biden won the presidency. Well, well, well. So, parts of this supports my earlier theory that 
this is this is nothing more than a witch hunt. You know, the culture these days in society is one of you could do a lot of great positive things, but if I don't like you, I have to take you down. And any reason I see fit will justify that. Like I said, we here at the I Refuse Podcast will continue to follow this. Um, and by the next time that we will report on the latest, I'll bring Mr. Great onto the podcast again to discuss things. You know, the history of impeachments is a very dicey one. Very interesting. When I think about it, this is actually my very first time seeing what an actual impeachment inquiry, the path to impeachment process, looks like. When, in my in recent memory, when I think about the impeachment process, I think back to when they tried to impeach Clinton. I was in middle school on my way to high school around the time that things started to really gather steam. With the whole Monica Lewinsky, Linda Tripp, uh, what's the other ladies? The couple of ladies from his past when he was governor of Arkansas. At some point, the wiretapping, the secret taping of the conversations Linda Tripp was having with Monica Lewinsky took a front seat. And that was like the biggest thing. More than the stain on the dress, almost as m- more than the Kenneth Starr report, which when you're like 14, 15 years old, you don't know what the fuck that means. But from what I remember, you know, the news was was kind of on the side of the other party which was mixed in consisted of people that didn't like Bill and Hillary and for whatever reason believed that the lawyer friend did not kill himself that they had him killed and a lot of it was smoke and mirrors um, yes, is Bill, was Bill Clinton or is he still a, a shysty, scuzzy individual? Perhaps. But just like then, just like now, the impeachment 
you you think about it. I got to back up a little bit. You got to think about it. Like how many hours and how much of taxpayers' money goes into investigative efforts just on the strength of misdemeanors. Like we have reason to believe that you can't be trusted because you didn't fully disclose everything. Now in Clinton's case, he did jam himself up by lying to the American people that he didn't have sexual relations with Monica Lewinsky, right? When we know that Monica slobbed the knob, you know, after the fact it came out that Monica did indeed slob the knob, that the cum on her dress was Bill Clinton's. But the Star Report also, and I got a copy of that book around here somewhere, also goes into greater detail. As to what happened. Because if you're not going to fully disclose, Monica's going to. And a lot of what she said on those tapes is more evidence. But that's not to say that she also didn't benefit from that to some degree, depending on what side of the argument you're you're taking. Was it a case of was it an actual relationship? Was it a benefits package, so to speak? <laughs> a benefits package, so to speak, my mind sometimes. Um, to where just about every time she went to that office there was the outcome would be gifts, um, the ability to get another job, reassignment, so on and so forth. Needless to say, the impeachment of Bill Clinton fell flat and he was able to finish his second term in office. But I use that example to further support my overall theory with this uh, Biden impeachment situation that is nothing more than smoke and mirrors. If the best you can do is at the misdemeanor level is over some bank records and finances that has nothing at all to do with the American people. You just don't like the guy. You just don't like the guy. And I think the more people realize what the hell's going on and how how selective people are with their energy. Like, you don't have this energy for more substantial things. But you have all the energy in the world to come at this guy because you want to look at his bank statements. And 
you want to try to make a connection from Joe, Daddy Joe, to Hunter, his son. It's like they went on several trips. And Hunter does work abroad. Hunter is also a lawyer. Um, Now, that's not to say that being a Biden doesn't afford you a lot of opportunities. But also, in addition to that, being the son of a sitting president doesn't afford you open a lot of doors. But, I mean, let's not act like this is on the same level of, you know, the Bushes and the Iran-Contra affair. Apples and oranges, but... You know, we've gotten to a point right now to where... Popularity and favor favoritism matters more than credibility and the ability to do the work. And while, you know, House Speaker McCarthy and his goons, so to speak, with the help of the media want to give this impression that they've been investigating the Bidens for longer than six, the past six months. Joe Biden has been part of American government at least 40 years. could have accessed his stuff, his family stuff at any point during that time. Now there has to be, now you want to investigate. Now, after he's been in office and try to tie his son's business and decisions to Joe Biden. It's one of these, like I said, this is one of those cases where you can look at it from different perspectives um that serve as a reflection of the attitudes the you know the racist attitudes that some of the far right GOPs tend to have about black people black women being in power or it could be penis envy or you just don't like the person So you're going to use your workplace power to investigate a co-worker. And you really want the least qualified, more uh, adept to the double talk more uh, smoke up people's asses person back in the office in place of Joe Biden. 
because you guys like him. You like this other person. Doesn't necessarily make it make him a good president. Keep it locked here at the I Refuse Podcast Season 5 as we keep a close eye on this impeachment inquiry process going into the upcoming presidential election. In the meantime, be sure to check out The Usual Suspects, check out the YouTube channel, and uh, keep it locked here every week for new content at the I Refuse Podcast be sure to follow and subscribe the Twitter at I Refuse Podcast and the Instagram at I Refuse Podcast underscore between the words. And um, we will catch you guys next time.